0: Alleluia alleluia alleluia. alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. If then you were raised with Christ, seek what is above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Alleluia, Alleluia, Hallelujah! The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. There was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. He came to Jesus at night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you are doing unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless one is born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man once grown old be born again? Surely he cannot re-enter his mother's womb and be born again, can he? Jesus answered, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. What is born of flesh is flesh, and what is born of spirit is spirit. Do not be amazed that I told you you must be born from above. The wind blows where it wills, and you can hear the sound that it makes, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. Amen. Joyful, joyful. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. That's the response. Christ is risen. My dear friends, as we continue to celebrate this Easter season, you might be wondering, you know, where's the Catholic Bible bus right now? Where should we be reading at home, following along? And uh, you might have noticed it's the Acts of the Apostles, especially that first part of the Acts of the Apostles, I'd say Acts 1 through 12. You're going to be studying there about the Holy Spirit. And what people did who encountered the Holy Spirit, how did the early church act in this world, Acts 1 through 12. Or if you want to learn more about the Holy Spirit during this Easter season, from Jesus himself, who teaches us about the Holy Spirit in the Gospel of John, John 14, 15, 16, 17. Spend some time in prayer, reading along with that, and let Jesus teach you about who is the Holy Spirit And what does the Holy Spirit have to do with my life? And in our gospel today, of course, uh, Jesus is teaching Nicodemus about our beginning sacrament, the one that launches us into orbit, baptism, the one by which we are born into the spiritual realm, by the one by which we are adopted by God and become part of his family, this uh, sacrament of uh, baptism. And he says, it's the same word in Greek, you can say born again, or you can say born from above, it's the same word in Greek, it means the same thing. It means that we are born uh, spiritually by the receiving of the Holy Spirit at baptism, and the indwelling of the Holy Trinity. And the thing I want to say about baptism today is simply this, we're baptized into mission. We're baptized to do something. Christianity is not a spectator sport where we sit around and watch other people do things. We're baptized into the mission. And it's about the mission that our St. Peter is telling us about in the book of Acts today in our psalm, psalm number two. It's about the mission, and when we're on mission, it's teaching us that it's going to be difficult to be on mission, that there's going to be opposition to what we are doing. But first, what is the mission? Think of the mission like a two-sided coin. One side of the coin is, part of our mission is a deep, abiding relationship with Jesus. Our interior life, growing in our relationship with God. That's a life of prayer, a life of study, a life of the sacraments, a life of the scripture. And since I'm Dominican, I have to throw in there a life of praying the rosary. So those five things make up our interior life, our mission with God. And that's the first part of our mission, because we need to be close to the Lord. We have to spend a lot of time with the Lord, drawing ever deeper and closer with him. The second part of our mission, to flip the coin over, is loving our neighbor. Loving God and loving our neighbor. How do we love our neighbor? There's another five. So the spiritual works of mercy... The corporal works of mercy, evangelization, and social justice, and intercessory prayer. Those are the five ways that we love a neighbor, the five ways that we love God. This is our mission. And St. Peter is telling us today, and uh, King David in Psalm number two, that there's going to be opposition. When you go out there and do God's work, someone isn't going to like it, and someone's going to be against it. That's just the way it is. The church has never been fully received by the world, thinking, oh, the church is so great. I love everything the church is doing. The church has always had opposition. And when you're doing God's work, you're going to have some opposition. That shows you two things. One, first of all, that you're doing God's work, (laughs) that you're being opposed by someone. That means you're doing something for God. And number two, it shows us that um, we're right, And what we do because evil, of course, would like us to continue doing evil, but goodness, since the world is filled with evil in a lot of ways and it opposes what we're doing, it shows us that we're right.